Pushkin. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is Solvable. I'm Ronald Young Jr. Friday the 13th, which is, you know, ominous of itself, that was the last normal day in the office. As Americans, as we begin the process of safely sinking back into our regular lives, there are a ton of things to consider about our social interactions. Should I wear my mask into this grocery store? Can I grab a coffee with my friend? Is this restaurant too crowded for me to sit inside? And in a massively crowded city inside of a large state, There are countless details like these to consider when it comes to keeping entire populations safe. Jason DiGiotti works for the state of New York and has been mulling over those details since day one of the pandemic. As we were dealing with these emergencies and and even closing down the economy, putting these restrictions in place, the immediate thought was, we're going to have to reopen. We're going to have to turn this whole thing back on. New Yorkers are no strangers to catastrophic challenges. They emerged from 9-11, from the blackouts in 2003 and made impressive recoveries after both hurricanes, Irene and Sandy. Those were events, those are things that happened and then they stopped and we looked around and said, what do we need to do to fix, right? How how are we going to clean this up? COVID started and just kept going and we're still going. Even as COVID continues, Jason DiGiani's team is actively trying out ideas to encourage New York residents to re-engage with social activities safely. The Excelsior Pass is a digital tool that makes negative COVID tests and positive vaccination statuses quick to confirm. DiGiani thinks it offers some vital grease to the wheels of the state's economy. This is Jason DiGiani. I'm a project lead on New York's Excelsior Pass program. And reopening New York safely and securely is solvable. Are you uh, originally from New York, been there your whole life? or My whole life, originally from downstate, from uh, Long Island. So came upstate for college and just ended up not leaving. When would you say was your last normal day on the job? 
March 13th. Oh, wow. That was a Got Friday. Got that top of mind. Yeah. Friday the 13th, which is, you know, ominous of itself. That was the last normal day in the office. Tell me a little bit about your job pre-COVID. Like, give me a typical day. Pre-COVID, I mean, I'll focus on the procurement end, is making sure we're spending the state's money wisely and, and have a good process. At the Division of the Budget, we're dealing primarily a lot with professional services and things of that nature. Um, and then literally the turn from February into March. Testing and building up the state's testing capacity became front and center. And when I saw that focus shift and the volume we were looking for shift, that's when you knew things were going to change. This being a large New York event, you know, COVID, did you have any comparisons from this event to something like 9-11 being a really big, significant New York event? It's hard making comparisons with stuff like this. I mean, I'll, I'll just say, especially New York's had a lot to go through. Um, so yeah, 9-11, Sandy was huge. I was in state government at the time. So I, I saw a lot of the state's response. My family, my parents didn't have power for three weeks. I remember just talking to my mom, going to you know local shops, trying to charge her phone so she could talk to people. But there's a key difference in those events that just different from COVID that really just made this whole experience so surreal. Those were events. Those are things that happened. And then they stopped and we looked around and said, what do we need to do to fix, right? How, how are we going to clean this up? COVID started and just kept going and it wasn't done. And we're still going, right? So thinking about your reaction to something like Hurricane Sandy, the government probably knows exactly how quickly to react to a natural disaster that has an end. How would you gauge the government's reaction to something like COVID that does not have an end? When would you say that you guys really found your way riding the ship, found, found mm -hmm. your way saying, okay, we're figuring it out. We're in the storm now. We're we're figuring it exact, out exactly how to respond. Yeah. I'll say the one thing working in this administration, in this environment, is the quick pivot to action is always there. And I can say, I mean, there were people who were in rooms for days on end without break. A week or so in, you know, we realized that was going to be a steady state for a while. The pivot or, or like the looking forward to getting out of this happened early on in the sense that as we were dealing with these emergencies and, and even closing down the economy, putting these restrictions in place, the immediate thought was, we're going to have to reopen. We're going to have to turn this whole thing back on. And that was always, I would say, in the back of our minds. What was that going to look like and what was it going to take? And, and you saw this, I think, in a lot of the discussions and press conferences about what were the numbers? What was the science showing us? How was this going to grow? And when would we know we can start doing certain things? But, but I would say right away, we were going down a path and we knew we have to get back out. And that was always there. And... You go back to the governor's state of the state address in January, right? Already talking about what reopening was going to be and even Excelsior Pass, right? And how that was going to be a tool. Tell me a little bit about Excelsior Pass. What is it? What does it do? When we started, it was a, a lot of the focus was on testing, COVID testing, because vaccination rates were still ramping up. But essentially, Excelsior Pass lets you take a negative test result or your vaccination status, turn that into a very simple QR code pass that you can then present to be scanned or just show people 
that that shows your status. So you can show I have a negative test, I'm COVID free, or I've been vaccinated. It's a tool that's giving people comfort to go out and get used to getting back to what they love doing before the pandemic. What has been the response from New Yorkers as the Excelsior Pass has been, the access to it has been rolled out and I guess in the App mm-hmm. Store or wherever wherever else it's available? We, we've just crossed over our 2 million uh, mark for 2 million passes generated. We're seeing parties being thrown where people are asking those to come and bring an Excelsior Pass and show their status. We're seeing bars use it. We're seeing restaurants. We're seeing exercise um, gyms use it. it. Look, it's a voluntary program, right? I mean, it's a tool we put out there. It's free for every New Yorker. It's free for every business in New York. It's something we wanted to get in people's hands to help them get out and reopen. And and just seeing that uptake has been great. Why was it important for y'all to make the pass uh, voluntary? It's it's important. For, for a number of reasons, I, th- I think, you know, primarily is we didn't want to put something that was going get, to get in the way of people's participating. Um, there's access questions, there's availability questions. And, and, you know, we mitigate that in different ways where it's a, it could be a printable pass too. So it's, it's something, it's digital, it's on a phone, but you could just print, print it and have your QR code and carry that around. What was top of mind for us was not putting a roadblock or a hurdle in the way of people being able to go out there. You know, there's other states in which they've written in legislation to prevent any sort of access denial when it comes to using the vaccine, having taken the vaccine or not taking the vaccine. Yeah. So how would you respond to people that are critical of this saying, well, now they're requiring us to show that we've been vaccinated, even though it is a voluntary system? Well, I, I think, you know, what I would say is we're giving people a choice and a tool to help them as they see fit and, and if they want to, uh, to help them participate and, and use this. Do you think it's uh, the most ideal situation if everybody used it? When you say everybody used it, you mean like every business or just individuals? I mean, yeah, I'm saying like if, it, yeah. like in a perfect world, if every single person were using the Excelsior app, would that be the ideal scenario for y'all? Or is this really just an option you guys are presenting? Yeah, look, it's an option, right? So we, we don't have requirements that say everyone, you know, things are only open to those who are vaccinated or things are only open to, to negative tests or these statuses. You know, what I'd like to see is people use it as much as they can. I think for for individuals, I would say get your pass just to have it. I think it's just helpful to have instead of this, just your CDC card and not having to carry that, right? Or to use it when when you run into a business. From a business standpoint, I would say make that available. And when appropriate for the type of activities you are reopening um, and you think this will generate increased business or attract more people, use it and show how this can be helpful, how how creating, you know, these vaccination sections, like in, in sports arenas, how that's that's a helpful thing. So I would say support that. Anything that's going to support public health, anything that's going to support our economic health is good for New York, period. With only 9 million people fully vaccinated in New York State, that's basically only a fraction of the population. So how effective can the pass be with numbers like those? Well, I, I think it can be as effective, you know, as as the 
people using it and, and want to make use of it. I mean, it is out there right now. So look, it, it's effective in a sense of it is a replacement. You can digitize your credential and you can use it and present it. And any business can just download the scanner and use it and scan it. So it, it's as effective as the original credential itself, right? So, I mean, that's something you know we, we talk about too is the CDC card or your test results, those are the baseline credential. That's what you need. Well, when we were reopening and, you know, you want to get into like, let's say a fully vaccinated section at Yankee Stadium or something, you need to show your vaccine card, right? So this is an effective replacement for that or substitution for that. So we know that you had to work a lot with uh, federal medical databases and the New York State uh, databases as well. Was working with them a challenge or uh, how, how was how was that relationship? That was not an impediment for us. It was a feature. So New York State, we have a database for all of our test records. So every COVID test that's administered in New York State and every vaccination that is given in is in our New York State database. And that is the engine that really drives the Excelsior Pass. When you scan an Excelsior Pass, you're not only seeing that, okay, somebody's showing me they're vaccinated or they got a negative result. What you also get is a result that says New York State has validated this pass against their data. It, it's, it's, you know, we talk a lot about the comfort of the New Yorkers getting the pass, but from a business standpoint, to have that peace of mind when you conduct that scan, I think that's a huge piece too. And do you guys have options for folks who are visiting New York? So that's something we're working on. You alluded to this early, right? Different states have different approaches, thoughts on vaccine passes and, and these records. We're working certainly with our neighboring states and trying to have some kind of data sharing or ability to issue this pass, especially down in the New York City area. There's a lot of folks from like Connecticut, New Jersey and neighboring states. We want to make it as easy for them to come into New York as possible. To anyone listening who is coming to visit New York, any record you have is still valid and can still be used. So anyone who's asking for vaccinated folks, you can still show your CDC card. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation, with T-Mobile for Business. 
take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you have any experiences with yourself uh, going out? And Because I imagine you have to be an evangelist for the past in some ways, but have you been using it yourself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, certainly I've gotten it right away. I can say, I mean, early on, I mean, just one of the two biggest experiences was we went to a Rangers game and we went to the Barclays Center for a Nets game. So going to that and seeing that, the first fans, the first couple of days, people being able to go in and and see their teams live again was just, you know, great to see. I mean, for, for me personally, it's cool to just to see something you've worked on and pull it out on a phone and just have somebody at MSG scan it. I mean, that's a pretty cool feeling, right? It, it, we don't always get to build something and then go play with it and watch it work. <laughs> have, have you had the opportunity to be like, you know, uh, I helped make that. That's right. This is pass number seven, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, you know, the funny thing is, I mean, for me, I had to wait till um, I was eligible for vaccine. So actually, <laughs> there was a period of time where Excelsior Pass was out there and I couldn't get a pass for my vaccine pass. I did get a bunch of test passes. Um, so, so that was something I was able to try out. Do you think the creation of the app has encouraged more people to go get vaccinated? I, I hope so. Aside from the public health, from the personal health reasons to get vaccinated, you're seeing now what you can do with that vaccination status. Just look at sports, right? You can have back to normal, full capacity sections for people who are vaccinated. I mean, my brother's a huge Islanders fans, they're very excited right now. You can go to Nassau Coliseum, you can go and watch and be with the crowd like you were before COVID. That is such a huge, it's just so uplifting. Just for, for me personally, just going from this journey, again, if we go back to Friday the 13th, going from where we were to trying to buy medical supplies that were impossible to get to now helping people go to a sports game with all their friends, I mean... What a turnaround. Um, I know I talked a bit about like the business community. Um, a huge benefit of this program is the ease and the efficiency of scanning people into your establishment. I mean, we've all scanned QR codes and stuff. We know how quick this stuff is. Compare that to you have a line of 50 people at, at MSG or a club or a show or whatever, and you've got to go look through a card and check the dates is have 15 days passed or you're checking a test is it within three days it takes you know a minute i actually i mean i saw this when we were doing our pilots at like madison square garden you see someone in the dark with a flashlight looking at this piece of paper trying to calculate is this a valid test result or is this the you know that takes time so this is this is a lot much more efficient and much easier so in most cases, like uh, if they have the vaccine passed, the only way that they can get it is by having either a clear COVID test of clear vaccination status or clear um, PCR status, if I'm not mistaken. So do you guys run into uh, incidences where people do not scan clear uh, based on their, but even though they have a, a, 
a QR code that says mm-hmm. that they are? One of the things, and this was primarily with the test results, those would expire after a certain amount of time, right? You you had to be within a three-day range. So you would get an, a negative result. You, you know, the scan would not work or you'd get the X because it's expired or it says expired. Mm-hmm. Um, or if somebody was trying to create one, it, it, you know, and it was not a recognizable QR code. Let's say somebody's trying to to re- recreate this in some way or or spoof this. So those those would show up negative. What advice would you give to other cities and states exploring uh, this avenue? I would say focus on, you know, the objective, which is trying to get people to come out. Keep it easy. Keep it secure. Keep it simple. Jason DiGiani is the director of procurement for the state of New York and helped launch the Excelsior Pass. The digital tool makes proof of negative COVID tests and positive vaccine statuses easy to confirm through a quick scan. It's free for businesses and individuals across the state. Solvable senior producer is Jocelyn Frank. Research by David Ja. Booking by Lisa Dunn. Our managing producer is Sasha Mathias, and our executive producer is Mia LaBelle. Solvable is a production of Pushkin Industries. If you like the show, please remember to share, rate, and review. It helps us find our way to the ears of new listeners. You can find Pushkin Podcasts wherever you listen, including on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. I'm Ronald Young Jr. Thanks for listening. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored among some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 